0: Scramble Life Podcast Episode Thirty Three, y'all. Here we go, little something like What's up, y'all? It's the world famous boom,
1: boom, 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 boom. right here. Hey, you are now listening, are listening to the, the sounds of the Scramble, Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready?
0: Hell yeah! Right, here we go. Oh. Yes, yes. Back in the house with the Scramble Life Podcast Episode Thirty Three, right here on all streaming platforms in your face. I'm here once again doing the show. No L here. Um, you know, uh he's been out there recording the album with the Beat Miners, a couple of tracks here and there. So that's gonna be coming out very soon on all streaming platforms somewhere. Um other than that, the world is still going crazy. <laughs> There's so much going on. Um, uh, you know, everybody just need to slow down, take a deep breath, uh be thankful for what you got. Your food, clothing, shelter, transportation, job. You know, just be thankful for it and protect yourself and your family and everything that you got. You know, trying to bring good things to you and send things away from you that you don't want, you don't need. Um, other than that, um, we here today. We're going to take some deep breaths right quick. Just breathe out. Um, I got someone here on the show, uh, who was from Buffalo, New York. And before, um, I, I let you know who it is. I'm just going to say a little bit about the backdrop. Uh, you know, um, he's somebody that went to city honors high school here in Buffalo, New York, a, a prestigious high school, Um, uh, finish city, of Buffalo, Buffalo public school system. Uh, his brother had a decent upbringing here in Buffalo. Family man, father, a DJ. I think the the way we met uh was around the time when I was promoting records. Okay, many many years ago, and I think he was associated with Music Choice or or um, Sirius XM. I can't remember which one. You know, so many DJs, so many records, so many people. Stories get lost in my mind. But I wanted to bring them on because you know. I've never really had nobody from the low on here before. And then I know, like I said, you know, he's one of the guys that used to get music from me back in the day. So we just want to chop it up a little bit about growing up in Buffalo, WBNY, because I witnessed this shit too. It's a conversation. Apollo Records is a conversation. The IPE is a conversation. Record theater is a conversation. The fucking one-stop within record theater is a conversation. And then, you know, converse on things. So I'd like to welcome to the show right now. DJ Dub. Come on, y'all. Dude. Yes, yes, we got Dude. DJ Dude. Dub Dude. The house. Yes, yes. What's yeah, up? That, I I am humbled
2: by that introduction, my Yes,
0: brother. yes. I, yes. I know I got this young man by a few years, probably like 3 maybe or something <laughs> like that. But but the yeah. whole the whole thing is uh, is certain segments when you talk about our involvement with music and DJing and culture and hip hop culture and things like that. And then the things that paved the way and was the platform for us as people growing up in this area. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll start out by talking about WBNY first and foremost. No, oh you know, not to say my age, but you know, late forties, let's say that. So 1982, Alright And I think it started out First as an AM format And then they quickly Switched it over to FM But WBNY At Buff State College Here in Buffalo uh, That Was when it started Over there With them playing hip hop Now I know for the main part From the 80's On up Sunday night Was always the hip hop night and At some points uh, Thursday nights And then Some people did things In between there Here and there Between You know Whenever and whenever But the whole thing is that was the place to go if you wanted to hear everything that was coming uh, from all the independent hip hop labels and the major hip hop labels uh, within the Buffalo yeah. area. Um, yeah. any, anything to add to that? And we can get into DJ Bro, names too if you want to.
2: You know. Go oh ahead. my gosh! So so BNY man, like for me, my memory was the the other face show. Yeah. Um. You know they played opened me up to joints I had no idea about like Leaders of the New School and KMD Uh, they played remixes like they got me hooked on the whole aspect of things that weren't on album like those not album cuts like who were these independent joints coming out Um, so BNY, Oven Fray show and they they also used to close the show with New Birth Mm -hmm. and I was like trying to find this record for like a long time luckily my mom schooled me but it it's time for you to go they closed the show with that all the time I used to mm-hmm. close my parties with that
0: now if somebody want to see I don't know where phrase is but I know about of uh, I'm going to give you guys a nice little side note to everything he's saying now check this out so with of if you go on YouTube right now and search um, Atlanta security guard tases lady in mall it should have come up.
2: No, in the underground, that was him?
0: That was him. He's a security guy. He, <gasps> yeah, yeah. He's been a security guy for years. Yeah, yeah. Down in uh Dug. down in Atlanta. Dog, I saw that story. I had no idea that's yeah, who that was. Yeah, Darren Long. So you can look up wow. Darren Long on YouTube, uh Darren Long Security on YouTube and it'll bring up him putting a whole bunch of people out of this little shopping mall in Atlanta, and then the are sure. the just laying in the doorway. Yeah, that's him. So, yeah, go, go ahead, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking at it right now,
2: and you know it's funny because I only heard their voice, so I've never, I've never seen them. You know, they basically lived in infamy in, through the power of radio. There was no video back then, so if oven and
0: like unless they use their radio voices and walked up on me, I would never know that. Yep. Wow. Hmm. So, yeah, no. that's, that's Darren But he's one of many people You know not to cut you short but you No know no that. please Zafel Owens He was on there I remember DJ Cal I remember Tracy Alexander from back in the day Um Adrian Tate Was on Adrian, there mm, mm-hmm, Um mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Who else was on there for a (laughs) long time? Well, then of course, Lightning Rod was on there. DJ Corey was on there. Mark Fuller was on there with them for a minute, and then um, Ike was on there. Ike Nice, Uh, DJ Yo, let me Ike. Ike Nice used to uh, manage me for a minute. All right, that's interesting. Go on ahead. Farion Waller's in the house, y'all. What's up? So, yeah, Ike Nice
2: used to uh, manage me like. once I got on the music choice tip, mm-hmm. uh, or is it like right before that? It was like maybe in in the period before I, I like landed uh, the the rotation on music choice with, uh, with Justo okay. uh, the Mixtape All Stars so that he mm-hmm. finally found me. But I, I linked up with me like one. Yeah, I came home for Christmas, and like Kanye West was in town. And we were like, "Oh, you!" The manager was like, "I mean, yeah, let's talk about it." And you know, God bless him, man. Big shout to
0: Ike Nice, man. He definitely tried to put put me in touch. So, yes, yes. shout I, out I to I Ike. It. Me and Ike go back. Like, we—I got an Ike story. Um, he grew up in my neighborhood, like right in my neighborhood. And it was always something to go to Ike house because Ike was one of the only people I knew back then that had a subscription to a record pool. And for mm. those, yeah, so for those that don't know, oh, that's big. Oh, that yeah, was big. Hell back then. yeah, because shit, that shit was <laughs> expensive. Uh, yeah, if you were in the pool, you were paying anywhere from what seventy-five to hundred to maybe even two hundred, depending on who you mess with back in the day, to get a box of records every month. But the but long you story records record. yeah, you had all the records, so you had a lot of stuff that didn't blow up. You had a lot of good stuff that everybody else didn't have, and. You had all the current stuff if you were in a decent pool, but Ike was in the pool, so he had all the house music, all the current hip-hop yeah, joints, everything yeah. like that. So I, when I started getting out there DJing, I used to hang around Ike. it would be spending at his crib a lot um, over there, you know, Cold Spring, Hamlin Park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. It is what it is. But moving forward, though, um, yeah, so many people that was on WBNY. But other than WBNY, let me think. What else were we talking about? We were talking about um, the IPE, right? Yes. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. And your, your your story on what you, your views on what the IPE was to you. Go ahead.
2: So like during my time, it was, you know, it was like a team kind of jump off. Uh, But it started to get a a bad rep, you know, with cats getting jumped. Um, So it didn't really last as long. You know, I think I maybe went, once or twice before they shut it down and i was like all right well i guess i gotta go to the jack and jill dancers because they got security
0: dance i remember them joints yeah yeah it was a getaway it was a getaway for me and my friends during high school and um you know it was a bingo hall actually and it was like a a youth center or community uh, organizations in that building too but downstairs in the ballroom I used to do bingo community meetings rented out for weddings or whatever but it was a teen night like maybe once or twice e- each quarter around, especially around the holidays and there would be a DJ in there, uh, Baby Warlock Hassan, uh, Kid Cole, yeah, yeah Kid Cold uh, DJ Shea uh, you know um, I say that sound right and then the other people so those were the main DJs I know Mark Fuller promoted a lot of the parties that was held in there uh, and also Lee Singletary Promoted a lot of parties that was in there back then But this was, you know, for mainly people that was Somewhere between, in their teen years Basically, so 14 yes. to 18 yes. or whatever, and that's Where everybody went to party, and like he said Once the fights got Out of control, I know they had moved It over, with Mark, they had moved it Over to the um, Maston Street Armory, over there uh, If you want to know where that's at The movie, The Natural Was shot at the football stadium Over there well, I forgot the guy yeah. that was in it But that, that's where it was at over there So basically in that building Then after that that was pretty much in The end of his run With doing the high school parties And I won't say that probably was like about shoot, Late 90s I don't know But yeah that was a good run back then IPE was the joint um, Yeah. But but jumping back into the conversation About Apollo Records Now we already talked about uh, Certain DJs and college radio uh, the one hot spot between, let's say, 1988 and, and 93, 4. I don't know, like 93 or 4, something like that. So now we're going to talk about Apollo Records. Now, there was many record stores in Buffalo back then. And, um, you know, you had Record Theater. Uh, you had Doris Records. And you had many other spots yeah, that opened like, up. Uh, they, hello? Home of the Hits on, Home, on Elmwood. Yeah, Home of the Hits on Elmwood. Uh, after seven mm-hmm. records, there's so many. And then I'm, what I was gonna say, was yeah. a lot of them came and, and went. You know, we was talking it went, about the yeah, 70s, man. the 80s, the 90s. A lot of people came and went. Some had a 10 year run or whatever. But the point is, if you lived here and you were on the inside of what was going on with hip hop, you will always go to Apollo Records because Apollo Records, uh, they had a a list that they had sitting on the table, and the list showed you. That he had Mixtapes for sale Which was basically radio programs From different cities around the country Los Angeles, Detroit, Chicago, whatever So it was like hip hop mix shows uh, House mix shows Reggae mix shows, etc Then he also had the current records That was the priority records On the list that were hot from all different parts of the country So he had Miami there He had Midwest there He had New York, uh, Florida You know, whatever, uh, West Coast and that was all broken Yo, down drop, with the drop, twelve inches drop, and albums and things of that nature. So drop a horn on that one, bro. Drop I know, a horn right? on that one. I could give you a doorbell though. So was <laughs> But um with that being said, that was a spot where you went to find out what was really going on. Not to say you couldn't go to Doris and find out what was going on or after seven or, or whatever else was opened. We're talking, like I said once again, we're talking like between the late eighties and the late nineties but these were the spots to go to get your music here. But Apollo, yeah, that that guy, you know, rest in peace to Gary Sparazza, he passed on, but that was over in the 700 block of Elmwood Avenue in Buffalo. You probably could look it up Uh, and find some information uh, on that one. But that was the spot where you went to really just soak it all in and what was going on around the whole country. Go ahead. Nobody knew where it came from, and, you know, when you found, like, a place like Apollo Records, you just got to embrace it and... Big up man Yeah yeah Big up to Gary Spuraz And that uh, Rest in peace to Mac Lucci With Doris Records You know what I'm saying Shout out to Big Paul up, Shelton man. over there After wow. 7 When he was doing His thing with that and um uh, Pretty much everybody else But those were the, Like some of the most Influential places Where you would go Get music back then um, Also Dr. Birds Shout out to OG oh, uh, You know Westbrook. That's where you went To go get your reggae vinyl Shit Yes. Dude Going somewhere else It was something Going on this week I don't know if you're hip to that, where Conway was going back and forth with Funkmaster Flex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I saw that.
0: Yeah, and he, I don't know, he said something about how uh, Funkmaster Flex wasn't giving, you know, certain artists a fair chance or whatever, or playing them on the show. So, you know, with that whole conversation, I'm just thinking like, you know, what is this? Is it a marketing thing? And he's because he's putting something out, or is it um, yeah. a, a matter? You, you, of, know. you know, they really got some beef on it. Because what I got to say on it is, you know how it go with programming. You know what I mean? Wrestling, Yeah. And, and with their music style, you know what I'm saying? I respect what they do and I appreciate what they do. But the whole thing is, with that style, it has a cap on it. And I've said this from day one like, they're going to have to go in a different dire- direction musically. To like get more and get you know bigger venues and things of that nature you know b- better producers you know bring the tempo up <laughs> you know what really? I mean so they, they make they make sixty
2: BPM death music and mad they don't get mixed with Beyonce you yes, can't sir. come on B That is doesn't you you were you, he got mad at Sus One that they didn't play music to the Wendy Williams crowd are you are, do
0: you hear yourself right now right. And you don't make music like that. And see, that was my thing with a lot of artists that came out of here. Like, I know I couldn't talk to a lot of people because they would never fucking understand. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, that right there is an example, I think, where it's like, okay, they really don't still, after five, six years of doing this on a different level, don't understand understand. how this shit worked, man. Like, because even with them, look, you're guaranteed to see anywhere from 200 to 500. If you're lucky, you see a thousand people in the room for them. At, you know, because they're playing the small rooms around the country. They're not playing the 3,000 seat venues because they don't but have they, those type of prefer- records. <laughs> uh, you know, the city, whatever, sob type the joints.
2: Middle like,
0: East, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, you know, my whole thing is, you know, it is what it is. But you know, hopefully they'll figure it out and and do what they do. But I did catch it out there online this week. Go ahead. They got
2: all the looks in the
0: world. Like
2: Jay-Z is like your manager. Like right. you're on Eminem's label. Like they have nothing to complain about. Right. If anything, it's, it might be the right message, but the wrong messenger. Yeah.
0: Know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. This- I mean, for, for what they're doing, and I always say this in anybody out there, that's like a hip hop head and they're listening to this right now, you understand where I'm going with the analogy. Their situation is comparison of what Sean Price had with a budget. You understand what I'm saying? So that's like saying you gave Sean Price the budget that they got, and the, you know you now you're on. You make on death
2: music. It's only gonna go so far.
0: Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty
2: much. Like, there's nothing. You sell records to 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 women. Like yeah. what women tells yo yo that new West Side Gun yo that's snacking. <laughs> <laughs> Women don't say that. They don't. They don't. They don't say that. They don't. So you're not gonna you're not gonna hit that niche. Like you're in this in this post this buffalo, like I'm stuck in the nineties, Timberland, putting yeah. my Dutch niche. Like Let me ask you a question.
0: It. Let me ask you a question right quick. So this is I'm I'm gonna make you an A and R person right quick. All right. I just gave you I just gave you I just gave you five million dollars right now. Out of the three, okay. out of the three, which one would you pick to go commercial and do some nice little joints for the club and stuff like that? Oh um Out of the three. What's that gun? What's, what's that gun? Yeah. yeah.
2: What's that gun? All day. All day. Yeah. He's he understands the whole thing you know he picked that wrestling shit because he understands the schematic of the drama of how it builds up money and how you make money off merch right so he understands it he's like he's not the best rapper mm-hmm. but he knows how to make it memorable he makes it fun like he's you know he but yes that's the one the one put my
0: money on three right all right yeah that's uh a good choice. Cause you know, like you say, he's the businessman and mm-hmm. he could do something different, but you know, we'll see what happens with that whole situation and, and those guys, um, you know, I know you were on the radio. Are you on the radio right now? Cause you know, I haven't listened in a while, but are you doing anything like that right now? I'm looking
2: at some podcast situations. Uh, I'm actually building a curriculum to teach, uh, some DJ classes, Uh, with my people in Brooklyn, in Dumbo, right now. So we're trying to build that curriculum. So
0: uh, that's what I'm working on really heavily right now.
2: shout to Legacy, uh, Dumbo. uh,
0: Big up to my man, Victorious. You know how we do. All right, on that note, we're going to take a little break, y'all. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. scramble life podcast y'all episode 33 uh, once again we got dj dove in the house tonight um special hey, guest hey. yeah L will be back probably during the next episode we'll see um i'm gonna be doing a few more interviews uh with people over the next couple of weeks We've got some interesting ones um it's gonna be bringing on a retired dj a, re- a dj that recently retired so i'm definitely gonna talk to him about you know what he's gonna do with mm. his, his estate and, and how he's moving on and things like that. So that's going to be a good one. And I uh, got a couple couple of good people coming on the show, so just stay tuned for that. And um, that's pretty much that. But that record I just played, that was called Knockin' Season. And, you know, it's a rumor on that project right there, I'm going to tell you. What's that? That record was paid for by the Seattle Police Department, y'all. What? <laughs> I, I I'm not going to go into the whole story, but... If you want to look it up, look up Andre Taylor, Seattle lawsuit. That's an interesting read right there. That's, and it goes into police wow. brutality and things of that nature. But, yeah. And shout out uh, to gorgeous Dre out there in Seattle, Washington. I'll see you, man.
2: Hey, hey. it's out.
0: See, like, you know, something knocking at that BPM,
2: yeah. you know, you know, you put a you put a Conway verse on there. What happens? Right. You 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 might see something different. Mm-hmm. You might be able to play that in front of Wendy Williams <laughs> right. with the uh, yeah. Oh, you put put pack on the hook, man. You know, get your feet up, bro. You know what to do, right? Come on, man. We it's it's been laid out. It's not like it's a secret anymore. Like yeah. Drake. And you know, Shang sung it every time. Jay sings, sung it every time. Then they see somebody hot, they just borrow the
0: swag and make a record and keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna go into some of the things when me and L normally run on the show, um, but I didn't even really, to be honest with you, I ain't. <laughs> I haven't set shit up. I'm being lazy with this shit because, oh, because I mean, you know what? It's more important, more important shit in life. So. Yo, yep. uh, hey, of course. You know, of course. I, I do this shit when I can do it. Um, I've been doing going around doing interviews myself, just talking to different people actually and it's that's out there, you can Google search my name mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's, I've been on a few podcasts and I got another one I'm going to do in a couple of days, but it mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, yo,
2: you you spoke about something very very interesting, uh, you know, at the
0: next time you're going to have a DJ that's retired. Yeah. What do you think that means? Well, it means a lot. Um, you know, it all, I say a lot of times it has to do with the market you live in, and then a lot of times mm-hmm. it has to do with, you know, life changes and just, you know, progressing and transitioning into something else. You know, like, from what I see, you're high, you could be hot as a DJ between your early teen years and, let's say, when you're 25, because you're really te- – that's the main market is always, you know, the weddings, the kids – that's out there between twelve yeah. and twenty five, but in you know grammar school, high school, college, uh, and then also your corporate parties and things like that. And then you know it just gets—it all depends on how you do it and what you can do in your market. Without and, and like here, you know they penny pinch the fuck out of everybody when it come down to DJing, especially over in the hood now. You know, because I, I still hear the shit like this motherfucker mm-hmm. wanted me to DJ for this much, and they're not gonna pay it. You know what I mean? They're not gonna pay what you what you yeah. should get. The point I'm making is A lot of people retire Because they just Bored with it They tire with it Like I, I became Like I'm not playing Any of this new shit This shit is like It felt like a job It felt like a temp job So mm. uh, You know People get tired of it The money ain't right a lot of bullshit going on in the market because, you know, the politics have always been there and will be there forever. With always. The, with the promoters always. and the club owners and motherfuckers always. standing there staring at you trying to get you fired while you working, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, that's that's the way that goes. So it's a lot of reasons why people quit the shit, you know. But we're going to talk about it. When I talk to him, I'm not even going to re- reveal his name. But uh, yeah. he's, he, he did it for a very long time and, you know i like to see what he's going to do with his music, how he's going to get rid of it, It's uh, all shit like game, that.
2: Well, hopefully, if he does get rid of it, please call me up. I am uh, happily inventorying any of those great 12 Inches albums. Right. Holla, I'll be listening. Let he, me ask you something. <laughs> uh, <now> see, <laughs>
0: we're going to talk about um, cleanup work for DJs, and this is something you regular people don't know anything about, but if you ever got... Okay. Like we talked about earlier about how I got music through pools. I got music through mm-hmm. I got music through the pools, I got music through the labels, I got music through uh regional promoters, local promoters, and people came through, go to New York, get vinyl. So at the end of the right, day right. when I when everything was said and done, I had, let me think. Let me get the number right. I had about five thousand, six thousand pieces of vinyl. Okay? Mm. And we ain't gonna talk about the maybe two thousand that I threw out between, let's say, get this right between let's Any say, t- uh, anytime uh, you move uh, anytime uh, you move uh, uh, yeah it, anytime between 97 and 2005 because i even remember mm. a moment and was, the no limit stuff but anyway 2005 mm. <laughs> um dude i put like five crates on the curb i mean if i could have got ten dollars or something I, but you know you know how it gets
2: you just but say, you're like yo i Get this out of here.
0: Get this out of here. Yeah. I mean, Just, somebody, it, it might even be some good shit in here. And I, I've seen people leave here. Like one DJ used to be on WBOK. I remember when he left. And him and his wife, they sold the house or whatever. And I mean, he had like mm. 20 copies of Mary J. Blige's first album. And he called everybody. Oh. He, look, look, he called, <laughs> he, he called everybody he could to come over there and, I mean, we all just got as much as we could because it's just like, what the oh. fuck? What, what do you, you get so much, and you know that was just the record labels <laughs> making sure everybody had everything, so they just throwing bombs and records at every city. But yeah, uh,
2: I, 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 God, I, I, I gave away
0: my my much more okay
2: uh, doubles that that the that the label sent me. I don't know how I I that's a faux pas.
0: Did you have the white label version or you had the print printed label version? I had the print label joint. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I, I had man. a white one. Yeah. It, was, it was slightly warped. but yeah, Oh, no! Yeah, I know. I got it from a record pool in Rochester, actually. But yeah, it was slightly man, warped. a matter of fact, right now, go ahead and play the okay. record right quick. Let's see. Do it. Do it. Let's see if I can pull this one up. Start over. I missed the top of it. Hold up, hold up We gotta play this again We missed the top of the record
1: No doubt Y'all care anymore About this hip hop man
2: where you punk motherfuckers go for 15 seconds of fame microwave popcorn ass niggas yeah we give you much
0: more longevity baby in your day out it's been instilled in me since infinite y'all using these minutes like i value the call put your money in the bank and hold rank over friends who ain't got leadership skills i got the sheep in my eyes
2: so i can't sleep we like the land and lay the brand old way grand operate the stand
0: away That. She came out in 2004 um i forgot the label but beyonce father had something to do with that label y'all can look that up on the album it's called the grind date was it sanctuary mm, yeah i think that was it mm-hmm. yeah sanctuary music group yes man yes man yeah, there you go that was a great great stuff great stuff great stuff in the album yeah man it's great stuff and great i'm glad they and music. Bla-
2: Yes, man they it's only being able To finally get it streamed That's the only way To get it
0: now Pretty much If you don't already have it Yep, it's out there It's out there They got it on a few platforms I see Because uh, that wasn't yeah, part yeah. Of the Tommy Boy stuff Because if you don't know A lot of De La Soul's Older music From Tommy Boy Records Is not on streaming platforms Because they've been Going in through disputes With Tommy Boy Like for years now So That's a whole <sighs> other story You could look up It'll Always give you something To look up Look up, look up, look up. Go get learn, the wax. Learn Go something. Get. Yeah. Yeah, get definitely the get the wax. Yeah, get the wax yeah. on that Go one. Find it. Go find it. Go find it. It's out there. It's out there, y'all. So that's pretty much that. Uh, the world is still moving. R. Kelly is still in jail. Um, oh, shit. You know, R. Kelly's in jail, and, and, and it is what it is. But you know what? I'm going to say something about that right quick. He's as, trapped. He's trapped. But as black people... We, we seek it's like one of them things we don't nobody like, talk about it but I think everybody like really still supports R. Kelly mm. you know because the way I look at it is shit how many other artists out there or whatever that did the same thing and y'all still support their shit known or unknown oh, you know so
2: oh,
0: you know it's a little something to think about you know you
2: alright so I uh- I want to, whoever is listening to this, if you've been to a wedding recently, are they still playing Happy People or Step in the Name of Love? I personally cut all that shit out of my playlist. I don't, I I gave away those records. Yeah, man, get (laughs) (laughs) that. No, I can't rock with that. Yo, I saw the Jay-Z, R. Kelly joint. I was like, no, get this out of here. I don't even want to be reminded of it. Jay is trying to totally scrub the internet of that shit. Uh Yeah. He doesn't
0: want to be associated with him. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, get get all that out of
0: here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no R. Kelly for a lot of people. So, see, this is a person right here that's not listening to R. Kelly ever again. But like I said, shit, man. It was- yeah, it's, it's so many other people that, like, did the same shit, but they're just not going after them. But we still play their music. So... Oh See? man, you, you can't you can't do that and not say names, man. Who who are you talking about? <laughs> nobody, nobody I know about. Oh,
2: you, know? you you dry snitching. Now we gotta look it up. <laughs> all right, all right. That's cool. That's cool, G. That's cool. We just, we just gonna look it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look it up, right? <laughs> Shit, man. You know what it is, man. But check it out. On oh, uh, that note, we gonna end the show right here. I wanna thank DJ Dub for coming on and representing everything hey, he's man. doing. Uh, you got any projects you, coming up or anything like that, man? You
2: know. Yo, uh, just just some guests uh, appearances on my man Ace Vibes' his new album. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm working on uh, a new mixtape project series called Reflections of Self. Um, you know, incorporating original music and speeches and all kinds of you know parts of my life, what's going on. Uh, Where can they ke-
0: catch you online?
2: Right, check me out com. D-O-T-C-O-M uh, If you go to my Instagram You got links to everything right there My SoundCloud uh, MixCloud Whatever you want to do uh, But just
0: Google me djdub.com All that Mixtapes Mix shows All the fly stuff So on that note y'all We about to end this episode Of the Scramble Life Podcast Check out the next episode you know. uh, Like I said once again We about to get this DJ on here To talk about Uh, his retirement from DJing. And uh, that's pretty much that, y'all. We're gonna end it like this. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh
1: damn baby. You look so beautiful. You know, I just wanna I wanna take you out on a date. You know, chivalry is not dead. It's not dead, baby. Let me show you what grown folks do. I'm not sending dick pics to your DM Millennials If you want to see my private parts Let me book you a flight Cause I'm a grown man I'm a grown man Baby baby. listen, I'm a grown man There's a difference I'm a grown man
0: Come through, hauling votes to make your gleam come through, hauling oats to make your dreams come true. You know that grown man style of affectionate and I pimp delicious, but just as lit. It's Oscar worthy when I invest in it. Oh, you the star, baby, but I'm directing it.
1: I'm a grown man, man, baby. Oh listen, I'm a grown
2: Brother, when you walk in this beach shop, I'm
0: surprised that you still got the shirt on, Jack.
1: Do I need to tell you something? Oh, sure, the first time I met you, I was only three years old, but well, now I'm six years old. So now we gotta take it to a bigger level man, just like when you pissed that no-good, stinky giant over your head and slam them right through the table in front of 93,000. Yeah. Hold them in me, so what are they gonna do when the power of the holster and the roaster and the dual 24-inch python run wild on you? Ah!